Welcome to the Happy Valley Podcast. And in today, Dee looks at the time. Nick informs Dee who wrote Woodstock. And Blake drinks a caribou. That's <laughs> 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 okay. Go on. <laughs> We're going to start off with what is called Two Truths and a Lie. I don't think we informed Nick on this. So he no, we didn't. Are you going to tell us two truths? And one lie, and we're gonna be able to pick which is which. Now this has to do with yourself. With myself. Yeah. Well, that's kind of hard. I'll go the, first. Kind of hard with the guys that don't be the best. Have, so he's gonna say two truths and one lie about himself, and we're gonna go ahead and decide which one's which. Please go ahead. Okay. So I have traveled around the entire country in a semi truck. I've been ran over by a car, and I have made it to the semifinal selection. Of a game show. Well, I know. My hand, by I, the way. I know that one. So oh, that's... do you? We'll do. Okay. I know he's been around in a semi truck because his dad drove a semi. Yes. I know he's been hit by a car because I've heard that story before. You seen the and star? I and I think <laughs> I would have known if one of my closest friends was on a game show. No, I wasn't on a game show. I mean, it's the semifinal selections. I still find that to be the the least likely. Is that fair. <laughs> That's a fair assessment. That's my vote okay. on him. All right, yeah. now that you know the process, Nick, now your turn. Uh, no, 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 no. I still got to think of your turn. A, a couple of the ones here. Two All truths right. and a lie. Okay. So I was the most popular kid in school growing up. Is that one? That's one. Second one is, is I had, I've had a couple of way too many really cool cars growing up. And I also really enjoyed classical music. A lot of these seem like opinions. Does not does it not work? No, it no. does. It does. Okay. Well, then, then but but to... like somebody could think, yeah, he was the most popular, and somebody would be like, well, I think somebody else is more popular. Like most popular is a little. Wait, so are you telling me? Are we gonna ask Nick which one he thinks is the right? No, one? I'm gonna tell you that I think the first one's true because I know multiple people from multiple schools knew your name. Well, was American Fork, Pleasant Grove, LLC. <laughs> So I'm going to go ahead and just say that one was one you meant as a truth. <laughs> meant as a truth. <laughs> I know that you, you liked almost all of your cars, and I thought a few were cool. So I'm going to go ahead and say the second one's true. And weird thing is, I think you might kind of enjoy classical music, but I don't think you I think you mean classical is different than I mean. So I'm going to say that is what I think is Do you have an opinion true. there, Nick? You know, I know for sure one is true. Because he just discussed it the other day when classical music came on. Oh. So I know that classical music is true just because days ago, maybe 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 now. maybe six days ago, that was uh, something he said. So I know that one's true. I know he's always loved all kinds of cars. So I guess, that, does that depend on his opinion or a, others? A is the lies on yours. A, because he knows that that's kind of like a trick question because even though you can be popular... That's all based on everybody's personal opinion, and I think Blake is trying to—he's he trying to mind screw he us right now. Himself, but he's humble. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. I think I think he's just, I, I think he's trying to fool us because that's a, that's a well, good can one. I, can I intervene? Because both of you guys are very very kind. Wait by the way. tell us. Both of you guys are super kind. Okay, because I did not expect that to go away from me. I was <laughs> never the popular kid in school. However, I did know several people like these said through many schools because I got kicked out of a lot. So the reality is, is that was the lie, because I don't think I was the favorite amongst anybody. 
So that was the blatant lie. I have had a lot of really cool cars growing up. That is true. And I also really do like classical music, believe it or not. Not the best, but definitely great. And definitely worthy of... So that's ding, ding. I got well, it there. Yeah, you did get it. You used to <laughs> listen to Enya in your dad's vehicle. Dude, why'd right? you have to say that? All right, but Enya, yes. Hey, okay. Enya, Enya put out some good tunes. Okay, so... Weird now, tunes. Now that you get the process, let's go for it, huh? Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think of my final one here. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the live? Don't no. tell them in order then. No. <laughs> we would know. Not, no, I, I got two that I want to say. I know one I want to for sure say, but the other two I'm not sure if I want to say. What? Shut up. Just say it, okay? We're live. Okay. Don't waste these people's time. Okay. Well, not really live. I've, uh, We're not editing this shit. Here, here's one. I've uh, broken over six bones. Okay. Um, another one is... Uh, <laughs> This is the lie. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to try me on this next one because that's clearly the lie. Sorry. <laughs> you better say, say the truth. All right, I want I want three honest, brutal truths then. Okay. Brutal truths. Yeah, if you can't, if you you can't, can't lie, the then... lie and, and fake it. I want three brutal truths. What's one? Okay, how about this? <laughs> one guilty pleasure. That's what I want. One guilty pleasure. Yeah, something you enjoy that you would hate to admit that you. Don't say anything that isn't acceptable <laughs> online, okay? <laughs> Please. Then I would say that I hate to enjoy. No, no, no. You enjoy, but you don't no, want to admit that you enjoy. Not that you hate that you enjoy it. You just, you enjoy it, but you don't want to tell people. Okay. Like um, fat chicks. No. <laughs> hey, I love them all. Um, no. I want to tell you get caught uh, right what, what I actually mean is um, one I can come up with that's kind of dorky. Is that I love a teenage, a show that's pretty much aimed at a teenage I kid. I love watching Supergirl on Netflix. That, and really I'm pretty bad. sure. Did you enjoy Lizzie McGuire? No, I don't recall Lizzie McGuire. That was you know, too. That was you too enjoy the th- wild thornberries. <laughs> I don't get why that's funny. I tell I Joe know. all the time that I think his son reminds me of Donnie. <laughs> and by the way, he's only got two out so far. He says broken bones, and he likes uh, teen girl. Movies. No, he gave me his. I didn't <laughs> say teen girl movies. I didn't say that. You're you need to back up. You're sorry. Power in the mic. You're putting. Okay, I'm being accused of some very horrible things right now, <laughs> and I will not stand for it. <laughs> all right, all right. So you're saying, teeny Miley Cyrus pre. No. Miley Cyrus. Only your Disney, only your Disney years. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. We're going to go into some uh, show local topics, is what I like to put it as. Okay. Um, Lead the way. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, let's start with uh, medical marijuana. Marijuana in general, I'd like to say the, the whole subject as, but specifically the possible passing of medical marijuana in Utah. Point one, it's awesome. I mean, it's definitely... Awesome. Well, most of, well, I agree it's awesome. I'm just saying even most people who wouldn't say that marijuana is awesome is it's, it's performing well with the subject. Okay, okay. Use. Before you state what you're about to state, can I add when I say it's awesome? I don't mean it's just awesome. I mean everything about it, the idea behind it and everything. It's just kind of horrible how it didn't have a fair shake. And the reality is now that finally we're opening up our eyes to the possibilities of the uses of this, not just recreational. We're talking about medical right now. I mean, it could be as, as, as simple as somebody who has seizures to as difficult as somebody who otherwise has a horrible day and is able to 
look at life with an outlook that makes them happy. I mean, it's it's, it's awesome. But as far as them being implemented, they're going to start with the most extreme cases moving yeah. outward. So yeah, I know. you're going to get your terminal illnesses, cancer, first. and stuff yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. Little kids that they already passed Charlotte's Web a long time ago for mm-hmm. CBD and stuff like that, and it's available recreational now. CBD is. Yeah. But um, the THC part of it, it's they're moving towards passing a bill, and again, it is focused I on just... terminally ill. But there are several bills going up, and there's a lot of controversy about which ones are actually going to help, and which ones are not going to. I just didn't want there to be, be mis- as effective. I just, oh my god! I just don't want, want there to be a misunderstanding. I mean, my opinion on the matter is that it belongs here. It definitely does, and I know that it's going to take a while for other people to open up their eyes about the circumstances. But it belongs. It, it definitely does. I mean, it's been well over 15 years of my life that I've been fully immersed in what it does and how it helps. And it's funny just now for it to be, I mean, okay, so realistically speaking, if they were to find this product, herb, in the middle of the Amazon jungle, rainforest, they would find it, it would be a miracle drug. That's what it would be, a miracle, that they found this one thing that can help so many different people in so many different ways. But because of its history in our government, it's actually a... Like what is it? A Schedule One drug, where there's yeah, no medical use, there's no, no use for it at all, and that's that's blatantly wrong. That's blatantly wrong. With that said, please continue with what you're doing there. Well, I think that it's. Um, I, I just read that it says Utah's support for legalization of medical marijuana hasn't budged with 76 percent of the voters for it. So Man. somebody's trying to stall it. Somewhere. So another. what you're and saying is that the voters are saying yes, but something, something externally is, is stopping. You want something to get crazy about this? I mean, here in Utah, and I'm sorry to mean to interrupt, but here in Utah, we have a, 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 a majority of Mormon uh, voters. people, voters, and even of the the Not Mormon people, voters, specified voters, sorry, voters. Even a okay. <laughs> well, even with the majority of Mormon, Mormon voters, over fifty percent, I believe, last time they took a poll say that they that it makes no difference to them. It's not an issue. Nothing that they even really want to vote on, that they have nothing negative to say about that. Well, yeah, without naming names, I would say that I know several active Mormons who say the only reason they think it's wrong is because it's illegal. Like they say in the book that a lot of people follow, again, this is the second podcast, but I'm not religious, but <laughs> the book that a lot of people follow says what man says on earth will go in heaven. Yeah, well, like true in heaven. Yeah, so it's like if you say something's okay or wrong down here, that's the word in heaven. Let's discuss briefly, I'm going to look this up, why during the prohibition, or actually before the prohibition, why was this made illegal? Can we do a little quick search and kind of understand a little bit more? I'm going to. I mean, I, I know from the little research I've done in the past, a lot of it had to do with paper companies, um, oil companies, Basically, just the the people with money at the time that it happened were investing in the wrong fields, is what I would say. Uh, there are a lot of people who actually were empowered that were growing and utilizing it, but you know, behind the scenes, there were actions being taken, words being said and spread that made people believe that it was a wrong thing. Uh, I mean. If you 
you look back on it, it, it I mean, I, I know some of you are doing Google Images search or Google search, not Google Images, Google searches right now, where um, there was a lot of propaganda around um, stereotypical racism. Um, they would say that the black man would smoke the pot and it would make them ravage and want to rape white women. When, if you're going to rape, like, you're not going to just gonna rape one color. Like, you take it to the point yeah, you've where got you want to fucking go out and, and take someone's will away. You don't care who, what color their skin is. Well, what I, what I. Maybe I'm... back then they'd be more likely to do it to other colored women, other African American women, because. <laughs> You could you wouldn't be prosecuted as hard. Well, but what, what I'm at the reading same time is it was all fake, anyways. What I'm reading right now is that it majorly became illegal in the early 1900s, right after the Mexican Revolution, where Americans were so worried about Mexican immigrants coming in from to Louisiana, Texas, California, <clears throat> and the troubles, quote quote, that they were bringing with them to influence. The newly established Sounds a little bit city. like someone in politics. <laughs> them damn fucking immigrants are bringing racists or racists, bringing rapists and drugs. and drugs and criminals over the border. Okay, now you're being silly. <laughs> All right, so okay, what I've been reading about is this: there was a conflicting interest, a little bit of a buildup of what these other two people said before somebody got a little silly. Um, the the competing interest was the usage of. Um, Hemp was used in rope, was used in paper, it was used in a lot of different you know methods as well as cannabis itself was grown as a staple. The staple was otherwise made to send back to England and the staple was, you know, it was marijuana or the cannabis plant itself. It was used for smoking as well as many other things, as well as making paper, rope, and all things, uh, all things else similar to that. But we're the basically rope, talking about two different products there. Well, hold on. That's the same. It's all made from the same plant. Same plant, but... Okay, products. but I'm talking about... We were discussing why it became if you, illegal. No, no, if I, you don't mind. Man. No, I just wanted... I'm not trying to stop you from what you're saying. I'm saying okay. We're definitely talking about two different things. Okay, but it's still from the same plant. The reason yeah. why it comes from the same plant, the reason for it was marijuana itself, the cannabis plant, or the hemp plant. The flower of it. Well, the flower of it is... The drug part. Is what yeah, okay, so, but we're talking about the plant itself, the entire plant, not just the flower. Okay. The hemp plant itself was made illegal because at the time there was a conflicting interest. One of the one of the competing people in America who wanted to otherwise make paper using trees or wood. And because of that, it was very easy to make it illegal for him to be able to make it illegal in our country or call it some form of a problem and outlaw it so that it wouldn't be able to be uh, one of our cash crops that we were growing. However, between the time that the pilgrims came here and until we otherwise had our... And even passes, but our, our independence, we were growing it as a staple crop to send back to England and other countries as well to sell. So I just want to clarify that the staple that we were sending back, or the, or the, the crops that we were harvesting to send back, were the hemp products, such as... The male plants. The paper. The well, it was, it was everything. The textiles, it was, it was the which comes mainly from the stem. Well, no, it was the flower as well. It was the so flower as well. So for smoking purposes, all the way down to making paper and rope. Rope being used on their ships, things like that. But so that, it's the but, entire plant. But that's what I mean. So, so if, if they were sending back for smoke as well, then it was the entire plant. But if they were only sending back the paper, the rope, it's the textiles. They were sending back for smoking too, as well. Okay, well, no, I'm just saying, if they, I didn't know if they were or weren't. No, they were. The entire plant. Okay. The entire plant. So the point is, this is a cash but, crop. But the part that I, I do want to just specify is... 
when you say the paper, the guys running the paper companies that were trying to use timber instead of Which had the hemp, guy. they weren't powerful enough to actually say this is illegal or not, but they had the money to influence. They leveraged Congress yeah, in order to make it illegal. Yeah, they had the money to influence. They lobbied, as a much, yep. what many companies do nowadays. They lobbied, paid the right people to make it illegal because it was too easy for anybody to just make anything. Mm-hmm. So, and by doing that, it became, you know, against the law. It really wasn't criminalized the way that that we know it today until Nixon administration and the war against drugs. Reagan and Nixon. Well, Nixon way before Reagan, by the way. Well, Reagan Reagan laid the groundwork, and then... So Nixon came before Reagan. Okay, Nixon laid the groundwork, and then Reagan (laughs) implemented it. Nixon actually started the war on drugs. Yeah, but then Reagan and and his wife were like the fucking... Okay, so yeah, they did have a part to play in it, but we're talking about decades apart, okay? Nixon had a real big problem with this, and that's why a lot of people would go to prison for longer than 20 years for being caught selling drugs, such as marijuana. And just a quick note on that before we wrap this section up, I do want to say that it was, I'm not saying it was targeted towards, but the outcome was that minorities were mostly the ones taken in prison. Maybe they're the majority of the users, and that's why. I don't know. But they, statistically, the minorities were the ones who were more imprisoned for marijuana use. How about, how about the growers, such as George Washington and all our forefathers? That, that was grow. before They the, all were told that, that they're not allowed Nixon. to. I'm just saying, they're all told they're not allowed to. I'm just saying, that's not. That's kind of a blanket statement for well, a situation. No, well, I'm no, saying yeah, the war on drugs. affected minorities more than it Okay, did. but it's not because they're minorities. No, I'm not saying it was It was because of many different reasons, and one of which being can I before. can I just say that the George Washington comment and stuff? Yeah, they didn't listen to what people told them what to do, but they didn't. They also didn't listen to what England told them to do, and they created this fucking country. So, is that is that a point for what I was just saying? Because it sounds like it. Okay, sort of, so, sort of, yeah. Yeah, no. It I was just wanted to make. Like I just wanted to. I'm say just saying. Listen, that point could be argued for days. <laughs> With that said, let's move on to the next segment. Yeah. Or let's move on, not even the next segment, let's talk about what we otherwise are doing here in Utah about it, because we got into the weeds there for a minute. Well, yeah, yeah. definitely, but I, I, it's, it's, it looks like it's passing for medical further. They had Charlotte's Web, they're focusing mainly on terminal illnesses. Well, that's We're good. We're hoping it's going to broaden and go to I recreational. Mean, it's, it's a lot better than a lot of the other things you that are what? killing Utah nowadays. You know the opioid hope? epidemic is destroying Utah because of yeah. people... Can't smoke well, pot anymore. Utah is one of the, is one of the yeah, states. one of the biggest. You know what states I hope about all this, dude? You know what I really hope? I hope that they end up only leaving it medical. You know why? People are going to take it more seriously. People are going to take it more seriously. If it's medical, people are going to be like, okay, let's do research about it. We're not using it for fun. It's not going to be like the beer and everything that gets heavily controlled here in Utah. It's going to be more like, well, you know what? This is for medicine. Let's talk about it medicine-wise. And then people are going to take it more seriously. If we do it recreational, a lot of people are going to have a bad taste in their mouth, and it's going to really have a bad effect here. That's my personal belief. Yeah, people are going to freak I'd, out. I'd like to honestly first end the subject on that note because I agree. But it also kind of segues into the next one that we we're going to talk about, which is the lowering of the blood alcohol content oh. for DUIs in Utah. Yeah, no, if we open this conversation, why? We'll have something serious to talk about. Please, go right for it. Utah's already in a heavy control of the selling and distribution of alcohol in the state. Not, just not heavily involved. They are literally... I said heavily in control. They are, like, 
like not just heavily, they're completely in control. Well, you have stores that can sell beer. Our liquor all. stores are all owned by the government. I get yeah. what you're saying. And but if you buy it from a store, let's just say you buy it from Smith's, <laughs> our maximum level is three point two percent for a beer. Deal with that, you know. Well, it, 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 there were a few that uh, I guess laws or whatever because I noticed that they grew to you can get four. You can get four in a Wasatch. If you if you get Wasatch beer, or yeah, you well, enter. I, I don't know if it's completely due to the breweries, but the state and the breweries basically concluded, and this is something I read in passing. I don't have documentation to prove it, but mm-hmm. they're going to be ending the 3.2 what? production. Yeah. I heard that Budweiser wanted to stop shipping out here because of it. Yeah. Because well, they were sick of making a specific every level of beer. Because there's two, I'm pretty sure there's two, maybe three, but I'm pretty sure only two states in the country that have the 3.2. It's like Oklahoma, I think? Yeah. Something and, and here. Out. There's something a reason why this out. is important, though, overall, that Dee's getting at. Here in Utah, we have a new law that's just been passed back in 2017. It's going to be imp- implemented in 2018. What's that law, Dee? Well, it basically... Well, not basically. It is the uh, lowering of the blood alcohol content that would subject you to a DUI charge from 0.08, which is the national level, to 0.05, which, again, like the 3.2, I'm pretty sure only one or two other states have adopted the 0.05. I'm pretty sure all three of us are past 0.05 at this moment. I'm pretty sure we've passed past <laughs> I've been point past that since 9 o'clock this morning. <laughs> I have since I was I'd like 24 about, years old. I'd say about 3 o'clock I was past that point at least. Okay, so, okay, this is a problem on many fronts. Someone it's... slept .05 into my drink when I was 12. <laughs> remember, when I got, remember when I got arrested at your house, Steve, for point, what did they say, .40? No, .14, I think it was. .40, you're dead. Yeah, you're dead. No, no, they said it was a lethal amount no, of that, alcohol. That, well, that was almost half of your blood well. content. The officer was fucking retarded. Well, I hope so. Sorry. I'm still alive. That, that <laughs> was a slight retards because this officer was so stupid. All right, so this is a problem for a couple of reasons. The first one is Utah has otherwise made voiceless as being a problem because imagine in Salt Lake City where we have kind of an information hub. They actually consider part of Utah as being Silicon Slopes is kind of the offshoot of the new technology base. Yeah, yeah. For otherwise what they said was Silicon City or Silicon No, Silicon Valley, Valley which Valley. is All right. Well, the problem Sao Paulo. Okay, so the problem with that is this. We have people coming here all the time to be able to have meetings, board <laughs> meetings, everything else like that. You have somebody who comes from California where the legal limit's 0.08. They come, they have a couple of drinks, they know their limit to be able to make it to 0.08. They're driving their car from a bar or back a to restaurant their hotel room. back to the hotel room. They get pulled over. They have over 0.05, 0.08, you know, 0.05. How Guess many points Guess to that? make another trip back without being on business. Not only that, it suspends your license. If it's suspended here in Utah, it's suspended in California, it ruins your life. It'll quite literally ruin your life within one business trip over here. And the, the problem is, is that's just the beginning of it. There's also tourism. Tourists come here from different states. They have no idea what they're going to get into. They get here and then all of a sudden they get surprised with a DUI on their vacation. And with that all said, I mean, that's a big concern. That's not the only concern. Well, I, I'm actually curious about that. Has that law changed? Because I spent maybe a good two years after I moved back to Utah from the state of California having my license suspended in California for unpaid um, registration tickets. And uh, I used, uh, came to Utah, was all worried about it, thought I couldn't get a license because they were connected. My assistant manager kept pushing me and pushing me to do it to, uh, to get me promoted in my job. And I went to the DMV and 
California's the fact that I was suspended in California did not matter. I think and I owed them like fourteen hundred dollars. I think no, no four hundred dollars. I'm sorry. I think that with the driver's license system, it's not quite national unless unless it's like a felony. You know, yes, like I'm a exactly. bank robber or yeah. If you're a felony, if bank you're on robber, a watch list of any kind, or, it might ring up. Or like an Amber Alert, you know yeah. that kind but of. But if thing. you just owe money in California. Utah wants your money to register, so they're mm-hmm. not going to hold California debts against you in Utah. That's what I thought. Yeah, I thought it was kind of strange. Debt, if you pay their debts, it's not going to help our economy, so we could give a shit yeah. less. Like, like, we don't... They're broke. We don't care about them. Yeah, yeah. They had a drought. Like, they're fixed now. They're good. <laughs> Besides those fires, they're okay. Yeah, I was wondering about that, because <laughs> Blake just said, you know, you're screwed either way, and I think that only depends on... The, the, like you said, the nature of the offense. Like, yeah. Because mine was only for not having insurance and registration. I, pr- I was able to prove proof of insurance, got most of the bill taken off, but the rest, no registration. It was unregistered, and I did have to go to court for that. Never went to court. Got my license suspended, but right when I got back to Utah two years later, I was able to get one in Utah, and I have a Utah driver's license to this day. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I think if it's not like a felony or a serious, like, aggravator... Or like charge, a grand theft auto or vehicle... Can I point blank you guys for a second? Yeah. Is it right? What? Everything's right. You guys, you guys know where you feel drunk, and I bet you guys can guess when you're over the limit. Now, my question is... Yeah. You might not know exactly where .08 is. It's like two or three years. <laughs> Yeah, two beers. Two beers is about .08, I'd no, say. Two tall boys. I actually had three tall boys, and I was blown under the limit one time. Okay, so generally, .05. Is that is that starting to get anal? I think it's getting a little hard, but I don't know. I mean, how many DUI deaths do we have in Utah in the last Oof. year and a half? Don't look it up. You're going to hate it. So I'm, I'm yeah, just Yeah, but the DUI deaths, how many of them have been around .08? That's Honestly, I can't argue. For alcohol, depending. I can't argue the .05, mainly because that I have to drive around with my daughter in the car. And I would never do that if, even if I had two beers. I, 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 I think that from the point of view of the, pe- the loved ones you care about on the road, they're not, they're not worried about themselves. They're not worried about, well, they are worried about other people. But okay. no one worries about themselves on the road because you're always confident. Whether you're drunk or not, you're confident. That's true. I, I ha- if you get I, I behind ha- the wheel, you're confident enough to drive. doesn't mean you have the right to. It doesn't mean you're capable enough. You're I'm, I'm, I'm going to be very clear because I don't think anybody else is. I think it gives me a little sheepish about this. Look, having one beer and then getting behind the wheel, I don't feel like that being a problem. Is that right or wrong? I don't know, but the state says I'm right. If I'm over .08, they're saying I'm wrong. Okay, I agree with that statement. Okay, 0.05. Let me finish. 0.05. I feel like that they're lowering it, lowering it, not because they feel like okay, 0.08 is too much. I don't think that they think if you're going to get 0.08, that's going to be a big issue, and they're going to have all these more deaths. So 0.05 is going to be safer. I think they're doing that on the basis of where we live and who otherwise controls the government around here. I don't <laughs> think it has to do with whether or not it's safe. I don't think so. That's my personal opinion. Okay, I've been in the car with many loved ones after having one beer, even That's after true. after having two beers, and I've otherwise justified that. And you know what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and brag, but the reality is, is I make bad decisions when I drink. I know that everyone else around me here at the table knows that we all make bad decisions when we drink. But the reality is, is that if we were under .08, I know that limit. I know it well. I know that I'm no different at .05 as I am at .08 because neither one of them are inebriated. 
I, I completely agree, but someone who is over, knowing that .05 is the limit, is not going to stop that person. You mean they're going to drive either way, so it's not going to change. Yeah, nothing. if they plan to drive past .08, they're going to plan to drive past .05. So it's, it's not going to help. It's just a responsibility decision you make. Have yeah. I had too much to drink or not? If you don't believe you have, you take the chance, and maybe you're over, maybe you're under. Maybe you get lucky, you get pulled over, and they're like, oh, you're just barely under, continue on your way. But <laughs> you're over, you're driving fine, but they still pull you over, you're over, you're fucked. Well, you know what I well, think? You know, it's a, it's I, a risk. I, I think it's gotten a lot different, too, nowadays. Maybe it's because more people are on the road, I don't know. But I honestly remember hearing stories. My dad never do it with any of his kids in the car, my mom in the car. But he would get pulled over sometimes, leaving my grandpa's because they'd stay there till four in the morning, play guitar, drink beer. Talking about out and, bar. Yeah, and they would get, <laughs> and he would literally get told, "Okay, Mr. Traffney, well, you're around the corner from your house. You just make it home safe." And when my dad got home, he was annihilated. Well, that, Sorry, I've Dad. Heard stories but of that's cops a being cool, being like, "I'll escort you home. Like I'll drive behind you. I'll make like, sure. Just go home. But you know, yeah. as long as that's where you're going." But they want to see, like, if you're really going to your Me, buddy's house and you think... I, I'm on my home. buddy's front lawn or front porch, and I get... <laughs> hey, well, you know what solve a lot of this, guys? This is a segue that Dee was talking about earlier. What if they legalize marijuana? Have you ever seen somebody who's high and drive? Yeah. Very slowly. Very slowly. Most of the time, very carefully. They usually can't actually merge to get off the freeway. <laughs> That's what gets him caught at the time. Well, yeah, so they get off the wrong exit. Stop or they can't that. get off the right exit, however <laughs> yeah, you want to call it. Okay, so listen, man. I mean, we all have this alcohol thing that's allowed here in, in the States. We're allowed to drink. We're allowed to get drunk, okay? People are dying because of alcohol. It's been proven. It's not just proven. It's, it's, it's a known fact, okay? Oh, yeah. A lot of people otherwise, on the contrary, who would decide or rather or prefer smoke pot. If it's just like, hey, it's been a long day recreationally. I'd like to just burn a bowl be able to lay back and figure it out you know at the same standard as it would be with alcohol because you can't drink through the night and go to work that's against the rules but if you were to have a beer or a bowl in the morning or in the morning i mean sorry the afternoon after you got off work around five o'clock well then i'd imagine by the time seven o'clock rolls around for work you're going to be just fine and sufficient to be able to go back to work i think that one that's a good idea because it's no worse than it is alcohol and at the same note it's not been proven to otherwise make your liver fail. It's not been proven for you to be like, I've never seen a pot that said, I'm good to drive. Well, you've never had pot withdrawals, and alcohol withdrawals is actually the only withdrawal that can kill you. Yeah, I've, I've, had, I've had a withdrawal from not being able to burn, which would not literally be a withdrawal. That would be a mental problem. It would not be a physical withdrawal. Although I've had a withdrawal from not drinking alcohol, and that has been a physical withdrawal. That's been shakes, not shakes, been able to think straight. I mean, sleep. I mean, they legalize one, and then they say the other one's completely wrong. I think that that's an oversight, and it needs to be looked at again. Definitely, definitely. At least recreationally. Honestly, they honestly, need to do a lot more deeper, you know, research. And honestly, you know, drinking as I do, I still, if I had to make a vote tomorrow to have one legal and the other not, I'd go prohibition alcohol style all the way. Get rid of alcohol altogether. You mean and make pop. Leg alcohol? No. Well, yeah, well, yeah, to make money, but not, <laughs> but not for personal use. But I think that marijuana has so many more benefits. It makes people calm. Make like Blake said, it makes you. It doesn't make you drive reckless. Doesn't make you drive stupid. It makes Stand you. Expand your brain. 
It's it makes you want to sit around and on the couch with your family and watch TV and what rub out. Is your kid at risk of having too many hugs when you're high? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, oh my goodness, you, know, you want too many exposure, too many conversations, or you, even or com- you can, or uh, you, conversations about dolls. You know what I mean? Like, or you oh can, my god! Or you can actually teach them to color in the lines because you can actually color in the lines. <laughs> when you're hammered, you can't because you're like all over the place. Kiss of the lines, you end up falling asleep on the couch. Oh man. <laughs> When for show and tell, your kid comes in and is talking about Me and UFOs, Daddy's picture. UFOs and the possibility of aliens and where black holes go to and shit. That might be the downside. And why there's no fucking cereal in your house because Daddy ate it all because he's so fucking Well, high. that's better than, here, draw a picture of no, you I and your Daddy and Daddy's point. asleep on the I, couch. I think like, that might be his point, but you know what, though? I mean, everybody knows what a drunk person looks like. Does everybody know what a drunk father looks like? Not through, a, not through a kid's eyes, that's for damn sure. Well, unfortunately, I think that some of us do. And I, I do. Think, <laughs> I think also, on the contrary, I think we also know what it would be like to be with somebody who was high who gave us, you know, you know, a time to be able to discuss and hang with them. I think that the, the, the two, when neck and neck, I think that I would much rather be with somebody who was high than I would somebody who was wasted. Well, I think, again... I've never gotten in a fist fight after smoking a bowl. That's never. <laughs> I, I think that in everything... Whether it be pot, whether it be alcohol, everything in moderation. Except heroin. Yeah. <laughs> or meth. Or meth. So okay, I'm saying like, like natural things, like things like coffee. What if you drink nothing but coffee for a month straight? You might lose something's weight. gonna go wrong. Something's gonna happen. You, you might have a heart attack. <laughs> you have high cholesterol at the least, you know. So in moderation, no, I agree. In yeah, moderation. and so I think that I think that there is arguments about you know, if there's an excessive use of pot to where you're not watching your children, you're fucking watching Tom and Jerry and your kids <laughs> drinking Windex, you know, there's a problem. Okay, but that doesn't happen. No, it doesn't. I'm just saying that's where the problem is. Okay, no, pot. I get it. I get what you're With saying. With alcohol, it's a lot easier to find because people can drink and drive and easily just kill people someone. People killing their kids on yeah, fucking run alcohol. Yeah, red light or something, you yeah. know. But, you know, there, there's extremes in every situation. That's all I wanted to address. Is, uh, yeah. These but people who I'm have saying, arguments okay, to raise the contrary hands, guys. Raise are hands. extremes in, in that sense. Raise your hands. Pot? Well, you'd have to say yay or nay because nobody can <laughs> yeah, see. Well, raise your hands see. and I'll explain. Okay, that's all three of us. Alcohol? I'll tell you for that one. Yeah. No, not alcohol for everyone. Just alcohol for me. No, no. So drinking alcohol... Versus pot. If I had to choose one pot. Pot sure. all the way. That's, I guess that's what I was trying to say. So oh. fair enough. Okay, so three of us for pot over alcohol. Is that and fair? everything over heroin and, and, and meth. Yeah. Stay I've away never, from that shit. Now, never, now cocaine's pretty I've cool never though. been robbed by a pothead or an alcoholic. <laughs> okay, so. All right. So <laughs> pot I'm going to rob pot. him tonight. Pot, pot over everything. Yeah, all the rest of it. Pot's okay. Yeah. Um, I just want to take this time real quick to give a shout out. Um, good friend growing up in high school. Um, haven't talked to him for a while. And not getting paid for this or anything. Just want to do a shout out because I've watched his I'm stuff recently on YouTube. Um, Jordan Macon. We're not getting paid for this? A, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> just kidding. Nick's walking out right now. Bye, Nick. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, no. Um, Jordan Macon. M-A-K-I-N. This guy is hilarious. He's got several different subjects um, from his stand-ups that I've seen. I haven't seen all of them. I just watched them on YouTube. Um, but the guy is the guy's funny. 
and I recommend them. Just look up Jordan Macon, M-A-K-I-N, on YouTube. Um, drop by drybar.com, I think, is where it was posted from. Um, but I'm not sponsoring them, just Jordan. At the very least, he's funny looking. Okay, so <laughs> hey, so I listen to him too. I think he's hilarious. Can I segue into the next? Yeah, yeah. What's you? Uh, into the wrong. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so just recently here in Utah, we had who I believe to be a very conservative uh, and, and a very long-running senator. We had Orrin Hatch. He is retiring. In his place, we have somebody who was actually a candidate to the presidency at one point in time, Mitt Romney. He's going to run here in Utah as our next senator to take the place. He's a little less conservative, still a conservative person. It's going to be a conflict to a president that we have right now who was doing great as far as his, uh, you know, uh, his policies. And right now, otherwise, we're on the fence. We're going to see what happens with his gun control. But we're going to have Romney otherwise running, which I'll tell you right now, he's going to win, in the Senate. And... That's happening as of 2018. Yeah, I seen that. Uh, actually, it was I think it was 2012 election that he ran. Hey, you know, he, he, he nailed it pretty hard. He was right up there. You no, know, actually, Orrin Hatch, the senator, I've actually met him in person. I got to talk to him for a little while. He's one of those freedoms light, you know, things that we did in Alpine School District. I would feel I like shake his hand and chat with him for a bit. I was like. It was like in like fifth grade or sixth grade, so I didn't have much to say that was really intellectual. The dude's still a dull then. <laughs> He's been there for like the last 40 years, hasn't he? <laughs> Let me just go ahead and double check how long he's been here. By the way, dude. The guy's like 90 plus years old. Romney? Yeah. No. No, 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 no sorry. Born Hatch. Oh, I was going to say, Hatch no way. 90 plus. Um, <laughs> he's like Blake's dad's age. I, I haven't. It's true. I haven't well, you were signed with... Like 47? That's when Romney was born. He's 47. Damn. Yeah. Really? Are you sure? You looked that up? So my dad was born in the 50s. Oh, so okay. So your dad's 53. actually younger. Oh, yeah, it's 54. was born in 54. Romney has way cooler hair. Have you seen like it? 60 something. <laughs> yeah. One of the best looking politicians of all time, man. Right there with... I guess people thought Kennedy was good looking. I... Kennedy was totally good looking. Well, that's because he was the he's only one. He, Democratic president ever. Uh, he's the youngest he, one. He was because he was did forty. He party like Monroe? Kennedy. <laughs> yeah, he would be good looking to get Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, you have to have a lot of money to get Marilyn Monroe. Well, presidents don't make that much. Two hundred eighty thousand dollars a year. Well, I, I don't. I don't think she gave it up expensive, dude. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I love her to death. She's an American. She's an American icon, but she doesn't strike me as one you take home to mom, is all I'm saying. Born Hatch Are you telling me you wouldn't pay $280,000 to fuck Marilyn Monroe? <laughs> I don't have $2.80, but if I did have $280,000, hey, so yes, yes, I would. Orrin Hatch has been a senator since 1977. It's now 2018, and it's going to be his last term. A lot of time. Yeah, fucking old, dude. Fucking old. Dude. Old, like, 50 years. No, old Haggard are now crazy. He's like going years. off telling people that... Back when fuel they, cost a few cents. <laughs> no, he, he's got a video out there now where he's like saying, if you support Obamacare, you're one of the biggest dumbass people I've ever met. Literally on tape, him saying that. Like, dude is not giving a fuck in his last term of being sick. It's okay to have yeah. a senile grandpa, dude. He's going out like Nixon wanted to. He's just like, like Republican! 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 Oh, 
Anyway. Alright, well, I think we beat that one to death. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, I would hate to have to vote for Mitt Romney, but a replacement to Orrin Hatch, that's still an upgrade. Really? Still an upgrade. You think so? Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I think or, we did this on Romney, the basis that being Mitt Romney different... opposed Trump for being a Republican, a Utah Republican of all the he Utah is one, him. Of, one of the reddest bleeding states of all the okay, states. But, okay, but Texas. that's not on the premise... Uh, it's on the premise that he's not a true Republican, Donald Trump. Huh. Okay, well, if, if he's not a true Republican and, and the things that uh, Romney is opposing him on, maybe I'm more Republican he's gonna than keep I him think. Check. I like it. I like it. I, 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 I'm more of a conservative uh, conservative Republican, so I mean, I think that's right up my alley. I think that's great. I, I, can, I consider myself a centralist. I'm yeah. not a Democratic, I'm not a Republican. I'm not even a Libertarian. That doesn't. I don't need anyone. I, I always just, go. I, I go by independent. That's what I read. Yeah, today. yeah. Well, that's what I do too. But <laughs> no, yeah, it's because that's what I got told. They said you're very split. She goes, I've never. You're very in the middle. <laughs> yeah, you're pro gay marriage, but you also don't want them to take away your guns. Yeah. What's going on with you? I just you want, can't decide. I just Pick want, a side, hippie. I just want to carry a pistol <laughs> to protect my gay married neighbors and my plant growing in my backyard. That's all I want. That's pretty great. It's pretty great. I mean, who can argue with that? Right? That's, oh, the, I don't want that's the American drunk dream. Drunk drivers driving around with assault rifles in my country. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. But that's a law, so we're good. It's a law, so we're good. That's a funny segue into guns, right? Let's talk about guns. Well, yes. that's our main topic for tonight. By request, I just want to, before we start this segment, say... We thank you for requesting topics, recommending anything, commenting at all, telling us what you liked it or not. Hey, hey, by the way, we, we do appreciate the feedback, and we do listen. We will listen until it becomes impossible to do so. While there's just a few of you, this is just fine. We definitely love the feedback. We so, really uh, do. Have you on the show? We let, re- me, let me. Oh, sorry, what? Go ahead. Go well, on. so let me give you the basis of what we're talking about. Just recently, there's been a major school shooting again. There's been many. Well, this one that we're talking about is Broward County in Florida. A, a kid, and we're not going to name him because I don't feel like he should be infamous for this fact, but the kid walked into school and was able to gun down 14 of his otherwise previous schoolmates with the AR-15. This premise, I think, otherwise is hits home to everybody, every American. I think this matters to everybody, it's fair to say. Whether you have a different opinion of what the approach is, it's fair to say that every single one of us think that that is wrong and that he's an evil piece of shit. <laughs> now, with that said, I think that we all have different opinions of what is the best tactic to take to try to correct something like this. I know that I have a different opinion from the other two people here at the table. And I know we're going to discuss this in some detail. We're going to respect one another's opinions while we discuss it. But I do believe that just because we have differing opinions does not mean any one of us care less about what happened there. All of us care about what happened to all those students that were gunned down and the other ones that are still alive and have to deal with that in their lives. I don't think that there's a simple answer to this, but we're going to discuss it briefly and try to figure out what we think went wrong and what we think could be done to fix the problem. And I don't think there's any easy answer in this, so we're not making light of it by all means. Okay, so let's start with my opinion. My opinion is this. We had a couple of failures. All this is from the news, the media. I mean, this is from different sources. And all of which are, you know, credible in some sort of way, shape, or form. I mean, maybe not completely credible, but there were several failures. I think that we have a lot of laws on the books that protect people from guns. I don't think that... Oh, so this, this kid was able to obtain these guns legally. 
and through all the laws that we have to keep people from having these guns, I think he was able to obtain them legally. Also, on top of that, I believe he was mentally unstable. I think that this has been made known several times. The police department, between 2008 and 2009, all the way until 2018, that's 10 years, the police department had visited his home a total of 38, 39 times. This is on record. Also, the sheriff of that county otherwise had a very difficult time explaining this away. The 39 times the police went there, it was for several different reasons, kind of all being the same, that he was creating some form of a domestic dispute, domestic violence, and other things like that. He was also picked up from the school for carrying bullets, live bullets, in his backpack to the school that otherwise he was not attending anymore because he was kicked out. He was not allowed on the premises with a backpack for the fact that he had bullets in his backpack. And because of that, if he was caught on campus with a backpack, he would have been sent home. Now that he was kicked out of the school, time went by. His mother had passed away in November, and this is now February when he did the shooting. He otherwise had a very difficult time handling his mental disabilities, and he ended up going into the school because nobody could otherwise stop what was going to happen and shooting up several of his schoolmates. One thing that had happened was that there were three, two calls, I believe, and one anonymous report from a family member stating that they were concerned. All right, well, at one point, the FBI received two tips saying that they were concerned about this kid, not just concerned about him with his guns and how he was going to harm somebody, but also concerned about him being, as he had posted on a YouTube video, as being a professional school shooter. Now, I don't know how many red flags you need to have in order to wonder whether or not somebody is going to be a danger or a threat, but I believe the systems that we had in place broke down. And I believe those systems are the same systems that we have into play to protect us. I don't think adding more more you know uh, strict more strict policy more rules added to it taking guns away from law abiding people is going to be able to fix what happened I know it's sad what happened but I know that there's a different way to go about it so let's talk about facts data and what otherwise we can do going forward I don't think confiscating weapons from people is the right way about it that's my opinion now D I'm going to agree with the confiscating weapons because you would in my opinion, personally, the, the most basic uh, uh, way of implementing and addressing the issue would be to um, require the implementation of existing procedures. I mean, we have background checks. We have processes that, like you stated earlier, there are big failures on. The FBI and the local police were notified of this person and them saying specifically I'm going to be a professional school shooter and they investigated the YouTube account that that comment was made on and said they had it went nowhere the, the, the name, the username of this person was their legal name how, 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 how you know how much more information do you need to find somebody like that Well, that's why I got a couple questions on that very issue like Okay, with all the kids that can post thousands of things, you can post thousands of times a day on social media, what, what threats, and I'm not supporting their, their failure. They did fail. I completely agree with you both. They failed in their job to figure this out. But I mean, who's the guy that, makes the, who's the guy that gets that tough job that has to make that call of this is a kid who's just acting out and this is a kid who's actually going to 
to do this shit. And that's what, and that's what leads into my second question. When you guys, when you guys register for, when you guys register for weapons, because I've never registered for a weapon, does it like, does it come up in a database, like as a red flag when hey, okay, this dude bought from the age of eighteen to twenty one, sixty six assault rifles and. What, or God knows what, you know what I mean? Does that come up in a database as so a red flag that, to them? That's you know actually I mean? one of the concepts that we want to discuss about this whole gun control situation is we, I think we do need a uniform database. And that's something that they are striving towards is giving incentives to states to update this database with people that should you know, are on watch lists. That are stockpiling. Are, yeah, know. or not even, not even people that are stockpiling. People that are on watch lists, people that are violent, have multiple violent crimes, felons, stuff like that, um, should not be able to buy a gun. Yeah. The only thing is, is states are not reporting that, look at the Vegas shooting, that he should yeah. have been added to a, a database that would not allow him to buy guns, but he was able to buy guns because he wasn't added properly. Same as with the procedures for the FBI warnings that were received on this Florida shooter. They didn't well, like investigate Chain, yeah. properly, at least. As, you know, as thoroughly as they should have. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, I think there was more failures on the local police department than there was on the FBI's part. But the Reaction FBI is time. a bigger, more... Sophisticated. Intuitive. Sophist- thank you. Sophisticated is the word I would say um, of an agency and should have done more. Or they should had, be held to a higher standard, at least, than local yeah. police. Okay, so... I'm sorry, I've been patiently trying to sit here so I can make a couple points. First one is this. They can find a guy in a cave in Afghanistan. They can definitely be able to come over something like this. They have a building dedicated to it in our state, okay? So I don't at all give them any slack. At all. Not at all. Okay? If that is, if somebody wants to say, I want to kill Donald Trump's son, and that will be taken seriously, 100% seriously, in any post, that will come up, they'll say, What? And they will literally go to that guy's house. They will arrest him and ask him, what did you mean by that? And that person will have to otherwise declare what he said and why he said it. So why on earth, for a minute, when somebody says I'm going to be a professional shooter, is that even questionable? That's not even the point I want to make. Let me go ahead and make another solid point to you guys, okay? Because I think this is important, okay? First and foremost, we have systems in place, laws that have been put in place for a long time now so that if there is anybody who wants to buy a gun, they go through a check. Now, if the government doesn't have time, and that means the U.S. government, not our state government, doesn't have the time to be able to do that check proper, they still go through and they still get it. The laws are on the books. The left may want you, and I'm going to do this delicately because I don't want to offend either one of you guys. The left will make you believe that we don't have enough laws in place to be able to protect us from these things. That's bullshit. If you want to go ahead and do the, 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 the research by foot, go ahead. Go on Google. That's fine with me. Go on Google. Go on your state laws. If you want to buy a gun legally, you will be put on that check. That check will either A, do its proper business, or B, not do its proper business. Now, this kid otherwise wasn't flagged as a problem because we have a problem with the way that we screen people. One of the problems is this. It is too difficult to say this guy has a mental issue. He needs to be up for evaluation, not able to buy guns. That's a shortcoming. That is one that can be otherwise figured out very easily. But because we have bipartisan arguing all the time, we don't have time to even be able to sum up what these problems are. That is the first breakdown in this circumstance. You can argue me in a minute, but let me go ahead and continue on. Second breakdown is this. 
we have the internet now. This can literally, if you have a concealed weapons permit, this will be reported if you have a traffic ticket within 23 hours. Really? No matter what. And this is a national concealed weapons permit. Not just allowed in Utah. Can Not I just, just allowed. Can I just ask a question? While I'm on my rant, give me oh, a sorry. moment. Please think about this question because yeah. I want you to come back. But while I'm on this rant, I want to be able to go ahead and be able to close this completely. I don't want the same government that says that I'm not allowed to conceal or, or, or capable to own a weapon, the one that failed them in Broward County, which was our U.S. government as well as state government, to fail them. Otherwise, tell me that I'm not capable of owning a weapon because they believe that that's the threat. The reality is that there was a lot of breakdowns, and it wasn't limited to what otherwise they didn't see the kid having problems well before this issue came about, 2008. But also, the four officers that stood down outside because they were otherwise commanded that if they didn't have body cams, by the way, was bitched at by an, uh, by an adjacent county for the circumstances that they stood down, not able to enter the building because they didn't have body cams to be able to prove what they were doing. This is a failure on so many fronts. And whether I'm right or wrong, from all the information that I've been able to gather about this, I don't think the answer is taking away my gun. And I don't think somebody who's a law-abiding citizen like me otherwise should have their gun taken away. This goes deeper. It's the Second Amendment. We were given the Second Amendment to protect ourselves, not just to go hunting, but also from government tyranny. Part of government tyranny is not to know what I own, but to otherwise protect us from threats. Part of the threat was the 39 times the police department went down to this kid's house to break up some problem. Or the three times that the FBI was told this guy's a problem. And the fact that four cops stood outside for the first four minutes of a six-minute shootout with this kid inside of the school shooting 14 other students that were killed, including a teacher of the 14 people, I'm sure. Of all this, I have to say, I think I'm appalled, personally. So, by all means, whatever your question was, please tell me. My question is, is if, if you have access to, schools have cameras, you know, the minute the shots rang out, what was the need for your chest cams? To see who fired the kill shot? Did it matter? You'd have school cameras. It's a sheriff, uh, one of the policies, the sheriff's department of Broward. Yeah, let me just elaborate on that. I think one of the reason why the policy is in place is, say one of the teachers was a concealed carrier. A cop goes in bus into a room and you see a teacher there with a pistol because they're protecting their children. He's got a tie the on. The cop no. shoots him. Come on now. No, that's, I mean, you see, you see anybody you're a with a gun. Person. What, what's, wrong with, what's wrong with a shooter? Why, why does he have to be dressed in camo? Why does he have to be dressed tactical? Why you're, you're he a could have person. a button-up white shirt He could, he, he could but... Point I, taken, you're a practical person. I maybe he's that. a fan of reservoir dogs. Uh, but, okay, <laughs> fair enough. But I would think that if you're sent into a situation where okay. I'm going to raid this school and I know what I'm going to go into, I'm going into this guy shooting people, I would have a full picture of the staff, every one of those damn students. Okay, so what the guy who's what just sitting outside but still, hasn't been provided all this information. Okay. It was, a, it was a, what did you say, a six-minute shooting. There was, Six oh, minutes, it was only that long. Of the four staff. cops out there, before you say that, four of the cops, one of them was the school cop. Okay. One of them was there every day. He was yeah. the school cop. His one job. He was the first one not to go in. After the other four cops didn't go in of the same county, the second county came up. Like, what the hell are you guys doing? Anyway, so of the first four cops, and I get your point. I can appreciate it. I can totally appreciate it. But the same note, I feel like if your job, and by the way, I didn't sign on to be a cop. Well, I don't want to be the it's person. It's just that, my response to his question. Oh, okay, but I know. I'm just 
obviously I'm passionate about this. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not a cop. I didn't sign on to be in the line of duty. I did not want gunshots fired at me because I, I know who I am. I know if I have a gun and someone needs to be protected, that's going to be a whole other story. But the reality is, is I didn't take that job for a purpose. If you were a school cop, you were there for the very premise of protecting kids, and you decided to wait four of the six minutes of the shooting to take up a post outside because you don't have a camera. Well, by golly, motherfucker, you better get a camera on you if you're going in that school at all. If you have a sub, you know who knows how many reasons that camera could have came in handy. But I'll tell you honestly, standing by four minutes out of six minutes uh, that the shooting happened, not doing shit, you have a firearm because the AR-15 shoots faster? That's horseshit. Well, I think if you have at least three students who back you up saying, no, this guy was doing good, it doesn't matter if you gun down someone in the line of fire without a body cam. You have witnesses, people who are survivors of a horrific shooting, saying, no, this guy acted in valor. This guy was a hero. He wasn't just shooting somebody who he thought was so he'd be set. He assessed it, exactly. Well, he would have been able to stop it, okay? Yeah. You give me but, a but twenty-two pistol, were, it would have been better than nothing. How long were, were policemen doing their job before body cameras were even a thing? Uh-huh. Yeah, like, no, I, like, I get it. If, if you sign up for that badge... It's your job. Yeah. They failed at the one job they were asked to do. It was to protect kids. It was to, He was That's a true. school cop. The one job he had. He yeah. said he reacted. He had all these other excuses. And it wasn't only his fault. It was the... A lot of information has come out. It's not just his fault. It's no. the policy. Yeah. The sheriff should have taken blame for a lot of this. Instead, he's criticizing the NRA and their problems because they're okay and with the, people's rights. And the deputy who has resigned now since. And, and it, Probably of guilt, which, understandably, you would have guilt. If, yeah. you didn't, if you didn't save children, if you knew 14 kids died, 17 people were injured, you 14 for died, more than half the teachers... Time. You were sitting outside, able to do something. With four of your buddies, just kind of like, oh, do we go in? Do we go in? Yeah, you go in. Yeah. If I was a cop and I decided that that was my line of duty, if that was my occupancy, I get paid. I get a pension to do this. That means that more than it just being valor, you should be in there. I think any three of us as cops, even underneath that same sergeant, as citizens, as citizens, would be like, you know what? Fuck the orders. You can reprimand me. We're going in. We're going in. Just as citizens. If I was we would pull our gun. We had some Ford on a business trip. I was fucking had a gun. I'm him. just yeah. saying, I wouldn't be able to sit there and be like, "That's an order. You have to stay here." I'd be like, "Fuck you, dude." There's hit, kids in there. I would hit the kid. Are you serious? I would find the kid. I hit him with the butt of his gun. Bend him over. Spank his ass, fucking red, and then hand him over. And then proceed. No, I pop. I pop him in the ass. Hey, dude. So it's I, a flesh wound. Let's put it. Ah! Let's contrast two people real quick. The school cop that was there for a reason. He was outside. Held up with a gun. Okay? How about this teacher, the gym teacher, the one that otherwise threw himself in front of three girls and got took took more than five rounds from AR-15 to protect them. Those students lived. They actually told this story. No gun. He was in there. He did the right thing. He didn't even have a gun when he was a hero. Were they viewing it? Because he was already opening fire. So this clearly wasn't a hostage situation. He pulled the he fire wasn't trying to. Yeah. He pulled he the wasn't fire trying... and then took fucking... Basically, his, his point of or his point of view, and started killing people. Yeah, but I'm Wanted saying by the time when, when Blake's talk, what Blake's talking about when they sat there and stood down, he they had already killed. He had already killed people, so it clearly so wasn't were, a hostage the gun situation. Fight the gunfight took six minutes. The people standing out front were four of those six minutes. They didn't have, so they they have con- that he had confirmed kills. They knew there was gunfire and there was injuries. So, so that's not a hostage situation. 
No, it's still not. No, you're right. So if this not. is that's clearly he's made his choice, and now we have to go in is, and be. If this is our government that wants me to give over my guns, that one that had so many failures, I completely disagree. Yeah, no, that's, over my dead body. That's, that's wrong. Yeah, I'm supposed to give up my guns so that your trained pussies my can way, handle the situation. My way to protect myself, my children, everything else, things I hold dearer than anything else, greater than gold. And I'm supposed to pass over the way that I protect myself. It's not going to be my fists and my muscles. I know to that. someone who's going to piss their pants in front of a 17-year-old kid with a fucking 22. When they were paid. And it wasn't a 22. It was an AR-15. No, I'm just saying, like, you could have a 22 that looks like an AR-15. Well, yeah. There's 22s yeah. that look like a SAR. To be fair, this was an AR-15. But, but I'm just saying, this cop who stood down, how do you know it wasn't a 22? Yeah. He didn't know what gun the kids were I'll punch a 12 year old in the fucking, face. You hear gunshots. <laughs> you, 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 you hear, you hear. I see a 12 year old pointing a rifle at me. I'm going to be like, my first reaction is going to be like, I'm going to take the ball of that gun and I'm going to hit him in the face with it. Like, sorry, little I dude. I like, thought it was real. No, no but, okay, so. but for the cop, it could have been it could have been a fucking belt fed MG. It could have been a fucking 22. So you hear gunfire. He could have pulled Rambo on me that, and no, held one well, hand in his chest. If you hear gunfire and you're in the position of being a school cop, there's one or two decisions. Either puss out, fucking man up, and go do your job. Yeah. 22 or fucking 50 cal. Doesn't matter what the caliber is. Doesn't matter how fast the bullets fly. So you are paid is, to do that. So then the question is how, how, what, what do we do from here? What do we do from here? I have an opinion, and if I may first, yeah, is that first. okay? I feel like, honestly, okay, there is a, there is a time, and, and I cannot make any specifics. This is something that I've heard. There was a time that somebody wanted to shoot up a Jewish high school. This is in L.A. They bypassed the Jewish high school because there was armed guards out in front. The armed guards had pistols. It was nothing more. They were just pistols. Because they knew that if they were to go and attack there, they had some resistance. The place that they ended up attacking was a Jewish recreation center. Was that in Century City? Is that the one I remember? Or it no? probably wasn't Century City. It was just outside L.A. So, yeah, yeah okay. it's probably Century City. Anyways, and, and I don't know. I could look up the specifics. But it's because they didn't have security. In my opinion, I don't know if we need to arm these school teachers who go through a degree to feel like they want to teach kids. They don't necessarily have to carry the gun. I don't feel like that that's necessary. I think we need to splurge a little bit more for our kids, the most vulnerable of our future here in America, our future, and they need to otherwise be able to be protected. So I think they need to have security guards. How many are necessary? I don't know. What do they need to carry? I don't know. But I think that's necessary, and I think that should be brought up. Well, I, I remember seeing the, uh, this thing on the social media that was these little locks that teachers can have that they implement, and they look like... Almost like the little Ghostbusters floorboards, right? You stick them down, you put them in underneath the door, you push the button down with your foot, and it kind of slides open and literally sends a hammer, two hammered bars across the door, almost like a cop bar and a door closed, to at least slow down the average attacker. Obviously, if it's a major attack or something like that, it's not going to work, but... Some, you know, 14-year-old or 15-year-old with a shotgun isn't necessarily going to be able to get into every classroom in that situation. I think we... I, I, I somewhat agree on the security guard idea, but I, I personally wouldn't want to take another to a school where they feel it's necessary for security guards. Well, okay, well... And I'm sorry, okay. I this is two seconds. Would you prefer to have security guards there, or would you prefer... 
the threat of her being shot. I don't think that it's you have no, to well, pick. I, it's uh, out of those two. I don't have to pick between those two. Well, I'm asking you to. Yeah, I'm not well, you kind of do have I'm to. Gonna, no, I'm going to live in a place where it's not an issue. Okay. Well, in Florida, it was. Yeah. So Florida's full of fucking okay. retards. But what I'm trying to say is we're going forward with what is going to be the answer to this. So when I'm asking you, I'm asking you to take a position. You have to think about the world as it may happen, okay? So when I, I will s- teach my daughter how to react to a situation. I'm not going to rely so on... So she's, she's just going to be fine. Hopefully. Doesn't need to have... Well, yeah, in a perfect world. I'm just saying, how do we go forward? We just hope it doesn't happen? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm just saying that I don't think that... I think a security I, guard at every single school, let alone multiple at every single... How many schools are in this country... I think we need to employ four security guards per school, per county, per state, per region. Call me old-fashioned. I think that I would rather have my child protected or children. I think that what he's trying to say is that to maybe those are legitimate fears and stuff like that, and maybe you are a little bit more fearful of him or of them than he is, so he's not wanting to... He has no, that he has to inherit the fear. Like you're inheriting the fear, not like. Because a kid might see it and think, you know, scary thoughts. Mm-hmm. Why is a cop here? I know, I never did. I, I always thought it was weird if cops were there. Like, is something wrong? Did something bad there, happen? There is so a maybe it's guy like, with a gun at my pool right now. At your pool? At my mom's pool. The one down the street? Yeah, I swear to God. Like there an armed secu- one? Yeah, armed, with a gun. Really? I know it sucks that this is the world we live in, but we do live in this world. So to otherwise just go ahead and bypass and say, well, this is the way it is, and, and everything's, I'm going to teach her to duck and roll. For me, it's not enough. So, I mean, that's well, fine if it's at, enough. At what point well, do you start punishing the mass majority of people How much of a punishment the, is it to have the actions? When did objects and other people start becoming responsible for the actions of a few. Well, hold on. That that's a similar so argument. I, I that's have, hold on. I you can't can make go to a the point. pool or the grocery store without having armed security. Well, you can make a point. I can make an alternative point, right? Okay. So care. honestly, so granted, but at what point is it every law-abiding citizen to give up their guns for the same purpose? Okay. I'm not on that so, page. I, well, I don't agree with that. Well, for the same argument, then what's the answer? The answer is everyone just lives without an armed guard because that's potentially going to be just fine. Because that's not been fine. Sandy Hook. Why, why, why does there have to be an answer for every problem? Like, there's going to be problems. There, for I the think rest that of there is life. an answer for every problem. I don't think that the answer is always the best. And so I'm, I'm willing to say that my answer isn't necessarily the best answer to it. But I am saying that it would make me more comfortable. Well, I think the answer for some would be a problem for others. And I got another point to that. I see where Blake's coming from, and I see where you're coming from. But to ju- just to a little bit retort on you or Blake, when when does it stop at that point? You know, I'd rather. When be does the, it stop when know, they're on the when they're on the ability, street when they're on every street corner checking us at every street corner? But there is. There's cops. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Okay, so listen. But you I, if, it, if I had the ability to, I would be the person there with a the gun. Because I know how to do the right thing because I have an invested interest at that school, okay? Yeah. So because I can't, because in order for me to be able to have a family, I need to make money, then my my existence with this has to be 
What is the next best option? Someone who is trained to do so, okay? That's that's my opinion. And I get it. I get yeah. it that you guys disagree. I understand. I appreciate that. You don't want your kids to have to be in a position where they I don't have protected. I get that, okay? But we're coming from a premise that's a little different than they don't need to be protected because through history, we have now shown that there needs to be some form of protection, whether it's teachers, whether it's an armed guard, or whether it's kids who know what to do in the in the line of fire. I would like somebody to put their life up. If well, I'm not well, capable of doing so, you know somebody what? to put their line, you know, life on the line for my kid. You know what? I'm sorry, go ahead. You know what the scariest thing is to, that some people would think that I agree with is what Blake just last said. The kids know how to fire. Every little kid in, what is it, Switzerland, I believe? That'd be scary. Not little kids. Guns. <laughs> but every citizen is taught how to use Once firearms. you graduated, become 18. Yeah, mandatory military service. That's something I was going to bring up. That'll make you, that makes them smart. And they have the lowest, they have the lowest. high school, junior high, and elementary, though. Either way, that they have the lowest crime rate of any nation in the world. ROTC at every school. That's good. Okay, of my point that I've made over and over again now, I understand that you don't want that to be an issue. You don't want to worry about that. Now that, let's say, in a world or a scenario that you do have to worry about, do you guys disagree? Well, let me just, before I state whether I disagree or not, let me just bring this forward. At the Florida school shooting, mm-hmm. there was an armed police officer there who failed. What's to say the armed security guard that you're talking about wouldn't do the same? What's to say that even having an armed security guard who, who stood what up I'm for saying it? Is, what I'm saying is the process yeah. or the, the, the law or whatever you want to call it is already in place. Okay. It's already failing. So an armed cop, let's say armed cop, his job isn't just to be over the school. It's to be over the school for a certain amount of hours and then be over the city for the other ones. Uh-huh. I figured that an armed guard otherwise has, okay, this is my one job. I think I think that it would be a little bit better of a premise. Not much. Granted, you make an excellent point, compelling argument. But I think, let's think about the alternative just for a second. Imagine that the security guard or that cop wasn't there. Neither of them. And so... In the Florida one, it wouldn't make a difference because the guy didn't do fucking Unless the security guard wasn't there and he actually didn't make a difference. Let's say he did make a difference. Let's say security guard stood up to him and then got shot in the head. He died. Mm-hmm. But he was there. Yeah. It's the first line of defense we have. Well, that's what and, I'm saying. He and you was know there and he didn't do anything. Okay, so but but okay, so I think I think we're agreeing in a weird way. I, I think so. At least from what I feel. Okay, so you're thinking that it can fail too. Well, the reality is every single aspect we have, including his door jammer, could fail. Everything could fail. Yeah. But what are we doing? We're trying to protect our future. And I, don't mean, and I don't mean my future, your future. I mean America's future. I'm not saying it could fail. I'm saying it has. They didn't only have an armed security guard. So there. because they didn't, armed they, didn't have officer. they didn't have an armed security guard. They had they an armed police officer who has the right to kill anybody with the, with the intent of I, my life's in danger. You don't I think that anybody you. else could have done that job better? I'm not saying better. I'm okay, saying well, someone was there. Let's just say that someone could do that. Okay, so so the argument here then is is the wrong person was there. So Boston. what's what's the process that's going to make your armed security guards better than armed police officers? Because they have there? one job, one intention to be there. Well, that's he was being paired to, paid to be hey, look, there at that I, time. I'm willing to admit that there's possibility that they may fail too. Yeah. But I also know that we need to do something different than we have. That's and what hiring, I'm saying though is it's not different. Hiring Officer Lloyd to go ahead and 
you know, patrol the, oh, the God. patrol the hallways of Pleasant Grove Junior because people are throwing apples at windows. Is <laughs> not going to be a person that's going to stand in front of a gun for but me. Behind, well, behind they, security guard fucking Cletus for fucking possible active school shooters who 365 days he doesn't see one for four years. Well, and then one day on his Barney face, five. Happens, that same argument. Barney five. That same one, argument yeah. could be made for the police officer that was standing. That's what. That's the argument I'm making. Okay. He was but my argument there is being this. a fucking Barney five. Okay. Not being. A I got one five. better of that though. Maybe it's a deterrent. There was a cop there already. How is it a deterrent? He, he was there. He was armed. Okay, the so kid didn't care. He no. wasn't standing. He wasn't standing in front of the door while people were coming. No, he store. got. He was able to get inside and pull the fire alarm so that kids come out of their classrooms. So if you have somebody who is the guard he, sitting he, uh, at, the, at the. So am I supposed to pause? No, you sorry. Want me to pause? No, I was just saying that. Okay, I want well, to make my point to him real quick, and I want you to get some free space too on this. But listen, I understand there was failures. I was the first one to say that, but I also think. That if you have it a premise that people are guarding the school, they're sitting there at the entrance of school. If I'm driving by as a shooter, and I see people guarding the goddamn door, not just be able to reprimand some kid because he threw an apple at a tree. Uh, or in this case, actually, he was in one of the building number five trying to reprimand a kid for not listening to his teacher before he heard the gunshots to go to building number one. Yes, if I have a couple of different people at every entrance... I'm going to drive by that school in my Geo Metro on my goddamn 500 rounds of fucking AR-15 ammo. I'm going to say, this might not be a good spot. I might get shot while in the midst of trying to get into that school. Just getting into the school. Okay? But so, again, this, the argument is still flawed with the sense no. that there was armed people at the school. Okay. And you're saying just more armed people at the school? Okay, we're in the weeds at this it. point. So, Yes. If they're standing out in front of the entrances, yes. You're not listening to the Okay, so because the cop wasn't standing outside. No, he was building happens. number five, taking care of another person. Okay, but he was doing his job, but because of that... I don't think his outside. job is to reprimand kids who are otherwise... Well, not why was he the called teacher. to do it? We're in the weeds. You know that, right? I agree, but I'm just okay. saying that... I don't even think if, so. Let's say he was standing outside. You don't outside. think so? Let's no. say he wasn't in... Let's say he really? wasn't in okay, five. so... I find it interesting. Okay, so... He was doing his job. Is, okay, it, his job, is it his fire. job inside of the school to reprimand kids? Or is it his job to take kids who are breaking the law to, to jail? What's, okay. what's the reason for a Why was he called to do what he's no, doing? No, no, no. Answer my question. Don't don't answer it with another question. Don't is it his angry, job? Guys. Yeah, by all means, this is the whole premise of the podcast. Okay. So is it his job to otherwise reprimand kids that take them to the principal's office? Or is it his job to take people who are breaking the law away from the school to the jail? Which one's his job? The latter. Okay. Well, then, if that's the case, what the hell was he doing in the building? That was my question. You no, told me not was... to answer your question with a question. Okay. Who assigned him to go recommend some kid and take him to the principal's office? It was probably because that's what he's used to as far as okay, cop Okay, but even if as so, the even if he was standing outside, do you think the kid would have just not... So, if I hired these these guys, if I hired these guys to work at the school, it's my school, okay? Yeah. Hired these guys. My premise would be, go in front of the school... You're going to allow the people to come into the school through designated entrances. I'm going to have a whole entire plan. Okay? They come through designated entrances. They can't just come through the office. They're going to come through the downstairs, two different doors that are on one side of the gym and the other side of the gym. Okay? They're going to come into these two doors. As they come in, if you ever see a threatening person come into either of these two doors, by the way, added bonus. This is something they did at our junior high. All of the doors were locked besides the ones that you were able to enter and exit out of. If you exited out of the back ones in the junior high, they were locked out by the by the mathematics center and everything. They were Failed. locked. 
And if you were to go out any door, those ones were locked. You had to come back around to come in through the lunch room or the, uh, you know, the gym room. If those are the only two accesses allowed in, and I had four armed guards, two at each one of them. That was the goal. So the whole goal isn't what's going on inside for the police officer. The goal is take care of whoever might come inside. Which, by the way, this happens quite a bit. A disgruntled parent who wants to pick up the kid from school because he can't see them because his rights don't extend to that. Or a kid who brings in the AR-15, Sandy Hook, this one, several of them. Then the rule would be stand outside of those doors. If he gets in through another door, I made a problem. That was my mistake. I'll resign. But that's what my premise is. Not to be going reprimanding the kid in building number five who decided to tell his teacher to go fuck himself. That's what I'm talking about. No, and I completely agree. If, like, if, if you're running a school and that's what you want to run, that's fine. But I would enroll my kid in a school where they have limited entrances that have to be monitored by guards. Like, I have a little daughter. I don't want fucking guards having to fucking inspect I, her every day. And she okay. feels like that she can't willfully I don't go in any entrance she wants and out of the entrance. No, I, I don't want that either. But we are living in reality. No, like back in the there day. There was just a school shooting. Back, well, when, back in the day, we didn't have to worry about that. No, yeah. Because I, like like Blake said, got busted for throwing an apple against the window. That's when he finally busted me. You know how many times I wandered around that junior high while Blake, still had, while Blake still had seventh period going on for 45 minutes? We were telling the teacher to go fuck themselves. So, <laughs> but, but I think he understood my point, though, because he, yeah. he didn't say he understood it. I don't want my kid to live in uh, a police state. But we are living in a world where I'm not there to protect my daughter. It just feels like we're definitely getting to a, something from an Orwellian fucking novel. That's what I'm saying. We're getting to a, where we're going to have roadblocks on every... It's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. We're going to <laughs> we're gonna get to a block on every state street and center street where they're going to have like yeah. credentials. No, it's that. And, okay, if that's the argument, I understand what you're saying. And I can appreciate it. That's the only thing I'm worried and about. That, and, and I get that, okay? I don't want that to be the reality either. I grew up here in Utah Valley before all the people came. I just, I just think that my my main deterrents are I, I'm going to have my daughter know what to do if something like that happens. Like, find a fucking closet, find a fucking bathroom, find somewhere where there's one way in, no way out. And fucking, if someone comes in and doesn't state their intention, you you understand who they are, knock them the fuck out. Yeah, Kidneys. No. You, can't, you can't be in trouble nah. for in a situation where there's a school shooter. You think if, if a student got knocked out by another student during that Florida shooting, he's going to get expelled. Him. They didn't kill him, but they were hiding. Someone came in, didn't state what they were doing, so they got knocked the fuck out. Do you think that kid's going to get tried? Gonna get charged with anything? No. no. They were like, you know what? You reacted in a very fucking normal way for the situation that you were in. Like that's how hard you She's hit gonna it. have pepper spray on her. She's gonna go. know about guns. Be like, yeah, you fucking hear this sound? Pop, 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 pop. You yeah. know what that is? You put okay. as many things in front of you and that thing as possible. And you just keep okay. quiet and so, sit still. Yeah, I get that. That's great. That's a great point. It's safe to say we can agree on the problem. We can disagree on what the solution is. And I think me and you have discussed it for quite a bit of time now, and I think the both of us come up with no great answer that's going to take, like a silver bullet that's going to take care of the problem. I think that because we can agree on that, it'll be easier for us to understand why Congress and the Senate and the government, including the President and the White House, won't have a silver bullet answer for what the problem is that we have in front of us. I know that we all want to be protective of our kids, but I also know 
from what Dee's saying and from what Nick's saying is to what extent? Well, my my final opinion on the whole thing is that um, I am I'm, I'm kind of a mixed bag. I'm on the fence on that situation. I think that we should not have our Second Amendment taken away. We should be able to have guns. We should be able any kind of gun we want, but I think that people need to be smarter about it um, and, and keep it, you know, controlled and keep it in a nice gun safe. And if you know that your family member or your son or your daughter or whatever has mental health issues or whatever, you, you don't give them the key to that gun safe. It's, it's very easily controlled by the masses and then also by, you know, by the government if they be smart about it and they're just kind of willy-nilly in it and they need to just kind of get their head straight about it that's that's as far as i see it yeah i, I definitely agree we can all agree with the problem we can all agree there might be a solution out there no one has a silver bullet like blake said the solution and um i recommend all of our listeners to give us a comment give us your opinion we want to hear from you so to move on, um, I think we have a few jokes and personal stories to wrap up the podcast for tonight. I couldn't find any good jokes. So you D, have, you have anything, Nick? I didn't have anything that I didn't steal from somebody else. So no, I don't got no jokes, but I do have personal stories. Okay, well I'm gonna just with a joke real quick. Two jokes that yeah. are not mine. I read them. Um, first one: uh, four blondes walk into a bar. Fifth one ducks. No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> no, uh, so there's this guy who's <laughs> getting hot and heavy with his wife, and uh, he just stops in the middle of it. She looks up at him and is like, what the fuck, dude? Like, what's going on? And he says, it's something I see in a porno. It's called buffering. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like it. Wow. <laughs> the other one's not as good. It's about a guy. He's at a nightclub. He's uh, hanging out, looking, picking up chicks, looking, and uh, he, he has to fart really bad. And he's like, well, the music's loud enough, you know, I can fart with the beat. So he lets it go a few times here and there. Well, when he's done, everybody's looking at him, and he realizes he's been listening to his iPod the whole time. <laughs> but on the personal stories, Nick, you said you got one. Well, um, uh, personal stories. Okay, well, um. There was this one time, I was having a good time, hanging out in my uh, backyard, jamming music, playing the guitar a little bit, and uh, this song came on. It's a song I, I, I very fondly love. It's called Galway Girl. It's an, uh, an old Irish tune, and um, I was dancing around to it quite frivolously. I don't know. Frivolously. Yeah. I can't pronounce that word. Um, quite enthusiastically, at least, let me say, um, to an Irish song, slipped on a barbell that my brother used to lift weights with, because anybody who knows me, um, I don't have arms that look like I've ever lifted weights in my life, uh, I, uh, slipped on that barbell, because it was a curled barbell, and fell out a, uh, window, wasn't no one-story window, two-story window, well, no big fall. It was literally maybe three feet, but it was a single-pane window. And I still am carrying a scar to this day. That is the biggest scar I have sitting there right there. And I always wanted to get tattooed above it. Going across what I like to call your elbow pit. Yeah, my elbow the pit. elbow pit. And I also want, I always wanted to get a tattoo that 
right there that said Galway girl. So that's my stupid the underlined little too. yeah underlines too with my scar. So always that was always a funny story to me because I. I just dance like a jackass to Irish music like uh, I do. And I, every time Irish music comes on, I'm dancing. Fell out of a nose. A jig. And, and I was quite inebriated. So <laughs> that, 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 bring, that brings out the Irish part of the story as well. All right. On to somebody else. Well, uh, what do you give personal story? Oh, just that yeah, on the 28th, I'm going to be heading to Mexico. It's something that I do all the time. I have family members that actually live in Mexico full-time, so this is something that has happened in the past. I go to Mexico all the time. This is going to be kind of a break in our usual podcast, but I will be in Margaritaville. Back in April, though, right? You mean, like, last April? No, you'll be back in April. I'll be back, so yes, in April, April 8th. How long are you going for? I'm going to go from the 28th of March to the 8th of April, so it's going to be about 10 days, and while I'm down there, I'm going to be... Trying to figure out some reason why I need to come back. <laughs> That's why I don't go down there because I wouldn't find them. As a matter of fact, we used to have a joke about this. This is every single member of my family, all five of them, actually six of them, include Christy. D came down. We're not going to find him anymore. He will disappear in Mexico. And we will not find him again because he will immerse 100 percent, become a Mexican. I never would come back. I love being Mexican. Find myself a senior. At least in Mexico. Yeah, Mexican, Mexico. No one wants to be Mexican anywhere else. I don't know, isn't it? Oh, yeah, I guess in America it's not so sweet anymore. Well, it is if someone's <laughs> talking about how hard you work. <laughs> Other than that. Jim, it's your work ethic. Is it you in Donald Trump's America, though? I don't know. Yeah, you want to be compared to a Mexican still, because that's good work ethic. Well, yeah, you bust your ass. Taking all our damn gerbs. No, uh, Taking our gerbs! <laughs> Stop chewing I'll go into my personal story before we wrap this up. Uh, I have a buddy. He will be on the podcast eventually. I've talked to him about uh, this. I hope so. I fucking so hope so. So, I have a buddy. His name's Kurt. Um, Built me a jail once, I think. Yeah, that's Kurt. So, we go, to, uh, we go over to Kurt's house to see what's going on, hang out with him. And he's got a broken arm, so we play some video games, do the normal. Well, eventually, us being bad influences, we, we talk him into going out and going skating. So we go down to the church that we all skated at as kids, um, do our thing, and uh, the whole day goes well. We all skated to the church, we all had a great time, and nothing happened, so we head back to his house. We get up there, and we're all hanging out uh, on the street in front of his house, and he always up over the curb, up onto his sidewalk, everything's fine. I'm like, alright, cool, you know, we'll take it easy. Alright guys, have fun. He goes all the way up on his porch, and slips out. Granted, he had a broken left arm. He slips and breaks his right arm. And for the next three months or so, he's in a double cast situation until his first broken arm (laughs) gets uncasted. And then he still has the second broken arm to deal with. You know, one one funny thing I could say to that is when I was a kid and I broke broke my arm maybe four or five times. One 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 or two, three times each arm. But I remember one time, right after I broke my right arm in third grade, Blake was there. I uh, Right when I got my cast on, I was at my Uncle Beanie's, and I was playing on the hood of my mom's car. Fell through the windshield of her car, 
the day I got my cast, <laughs> I was I was not a good kid as far as insurance. Cast is okay though. Oh yeah, I was fine. I was fine. I didn't right, even right. I didn't even have any glass stuck in me or anything. It was it was just funny that that's Dude, the day I picked pissed. to do it. That's the day I picked to do it. Right after mom had to sign a check for the insurance for me to get my cast on, on. I slip and fall through her windshield, sitting in the check front front seat of her car, going, uh. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Sorry. Was it the passenger or driver's seat you were sitting in? Right in the it middle. was in a Geo Metro, so it was right in the middle. Yeah, the, <laughs> the stick shift was ass. ass my head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, well, as right. always, I had a great time talking with you guys. Um, having your family over, Blake, and having Blake over. It was a good time. Good time, guys. All right, well, you know, we're going to wrap it up. That was Happy Valley Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this slightly darker version from the first one. Well, they, this is, they might get darker. This Apologies. all depends on what our current news cycle is. Yeah. By the way, this is Blake. This is Steve. This is Nick. This is the Happy Valley Podcast. Podcast. Have a good night.